2: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, Early Break, fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text us it's every day, 402-464-5685. Watch us. Comment also on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com.
1: Why don't you uh, do something? Before we get into this discussion, I mean, do this later today. If you want to hear a great Waylon song, ooh, ooh, yes, um, that rivals the one you played. Well, hold which on.
2: was I played I played Waylon before.
1: Okay, if it, have is you it... played "Good Hearted Woman"? No. Yeah, listen to the song "Good Hearted Woman," okay. and I think Willie's in that too, um, and that is that would probably rival. Uh, well, are you sure, Hank,
2: done it this way. I played before. Uh, Mama, don't let your baby. Yeah, go that's good, be Cowboys. That's really I good. That's a very high, strong. School. I think Derek was here for that one. Yeah, it's a strong
1: Bombay. song. That's a strong song from that era, seventies. But uh, I'd say "Good Hearted Woman" would be kind of like I'm trying to compare it to, like um, an iconic Eagles song, like. Take It to the Limit. Oh, that's great song. Yeah, it, it, that, that's like what Good Hearted Woman, Good Hearted Woman's more upbeat than Take It to the Limit. But um, what's an upbeat Eagle song from that that incredible era they had? A heartache Tonight, maybe? No. Um, <laughs> that's a quick no. Um, Lion Eyes? No, Faster. I've been running down the road trying to loosen my load. Yeah. That's take, take It Easy. No, it's not Take It Easy. Is That is yeah, Take It, it is. Easy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, God. Yeah, I don't it's know why I reacted that way. Yeah, yeah, it'd be like, take it easy,
2: so there you go. Um, Life in the fast lane, Justin says.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: before we move on, a couple of texts I want to refer to, and then we'll get to my offensive line discussion. Um, okay. Regarding your singing of Rocket Man. Yeah. Downtown Scott says, that was the worst Rocket Man I've ever heard sip.
1: No. No. Really? I'm, try I'm to a get pretty good singer. You want to try it again? A Rocket Man. <laughs> How was that?
2: I like the full set of that better? <laughs> I think that might have been worse. Uh, someone says, song. I'm not a country guy, but that song was fire regarding the Waylon Jennings nice song. Nice job. Yeah. And then the uh, last one before we move on, John, regarding your description of that era of country music mm-hmm. being the best mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. John says, Sip, just a perfect description of the era. It was, that is your best take ever. Oh,
1: good. Thank you. All right, takes. Um, Let's get into this offensive line discussion. There's an interesting part of this discussion. You asked the question on your rundown. You want to ask it for me? Go ahead. Yeah, you asked the question on your rundown, which you construct, thank you, (laughs) every day. And I look forward to receiving it because it's very, I got to tell you, it's it's like one of the highlights of my day. That's nice. When it comes into my email box because I'm like, okay, now this is going to shape tomorrow's show Mm -hmm. and I want to see what you came up with. So go ahead and ask my question then would any husker fan push back on the idea that as the offensive line goes the team goes this year and you said okay that's the question and then you you're, you you always followed up with some commentary and that's what that's you said this that should be how it is every year right or are there instances where that's not the case i think I think there's instances where it's more important in some seasons than others. I think it's more of a topic in some season than others. Back in the day in the nineties, you just kind of took for granted that the line was going to be really good. It wasn't a big discussion point okay. all the time, to- all the time. Um, It's been a big discussion point because it's faltered. And now, now this program is, you know, it's at a crossroads and, there's no doubt that you could identify that group as probably the most crucial to the this staff getting to 2023. Sure. And, and there's a lot of question marks up front. It has been a group that struggled. Now they have a new coach and new direction. And it brings to mind something interesting. Adam Rittenberg, I believe, is doing a series for ESPN on the most important off-season hires in college football. He didn't pick Donovan Rayola at Nebraska. He picked Bill Bush at Nebraska. Very important, Now, which one is more important? That's a good – that would be a discussion, too. Which of the off-season hires – we've had this discussion, as a matter of fact. Which of the off-season hires is most important? You could say Whipple because he's going to call the plays. What we established was, no – it doesn't matter what plays he calls if they don't block. do will be time, or if they can't block, right? Yeah. Time to pass or rolls, uh, holes to run through. So I believe that Donovan Rayola is the most important offseason hire. Bill Bush second, Whipple third. I think Bush is Bush, the job that he does will go a long way toward toward seeing if if this coaching staff will be back for another season. There's a lot of, I mean, you would think. Um, that that group will improve significantly. Now, will the offensive line improve significantly? They have
2: to. (laughs) (laughs) They have to.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, it's complicated, right, because you have a new center and you're going to have a new right guard and, you know, basically a new left guard. Teddy... I'm told held up really well yesterday in the scrimmage. Okay. Um those tackles, it's Teddy Prohaska and Bryce Benhart. Unless we hear something different in coming days, that that's what your tackles will be. And we knew Teddy was gonna be the and, left. And tackler. it
2: sounds like Turner Corcoran was
1: back at practice yesterday too. Yes, he's in back. Scrimmage. Well, yeah. he's been back for the last three days. Okay. Um so yeah, he yeah, he had it was a concussion issue. Um so he was I mean, when he when we went to see practice last Thursday, was it Thursday that I had to leave? Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, yeah. He was out there running around. I mean, he didn't he couldn't do he couldn't put his helmet on, but you saw him like like bouncing around, and and he had no sleeve on, no braces, nothing. I mean, it was clear what was going on, and I, and I subsequently found out. So, you no know, Turner. So it's going to be Teddy at left tackle, Turner Corcoran at left guard, Hickson at. I, I mean, I I think Hickson is ingrained at center. Not sure I'd say that Bando's ingrained at right guard, but I haven't heard anything that suggests he's been overtaken at right guard. And then Bryce Benhart at right tackle. And we wonder about that, right?
2: Uh, there's always going to be some trepidation with fans because of what's happened in the past with, with Bryce Benhart. But go back to Saturday. I mean, Scott Frost was, was very complimentary of the offensive line this camp so far so they, yes he was doubled the effort they had in some from last year or recent years practices mm-hmm.
1: yeah um i have that quote or maybe you do um yeah he said well i'll just paraphrase it they, they wear a gps advice device okay they track movement of their linemen he said that movement shows that they've doubled their effort compared to Recent seasons compared to last year, doubled their effort. Now, I, you know, if you're Greg Austin, my guess is you take issue with that, right? Right.
2: I I can read the whole quote if you want.
1: I would appreciate that. Okay. This is Scott Frost. There,
2: there's there's a couple comments. Here's the first one about. The offensive line says, it's quote, it's good. i got to tell you, they're working harder than I've ever seen them work. That's not just my opinion. We have put a lot of science into this with NAPL Lab and with Zach Duvall. And the guys were monitors that track overall output and a 100 other statistics. And they're more than doubling in a lot of cases the amount of effort that they put out the last couple years of practice. A lot of that has to do with the type of kids we have. And a lot has to do with Donnie, Raiola and grad assistant, Aaron Colling working yes. with them. Yes. They've been, they're doing an unbelievable job, and I've been pleased with the way they're playing.
3: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
0: The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what Hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. Okay. Um,
2: Now, now the follow-up was what kind of stats are we talking about? What's the output with the stats you're talking about? He says, quote, more movement, more coming off the ball, more effort, and their individual periods in practice are tough. Sometimes they get a little frustrated in team because the linemen are dog tired by the time they get to our, to our team drills. We'll probably have to curtail that as we get into the season a little bit. But the work that they've gotten done is extraordinary in camp. That's yeah, Scott Frost. Yeah,
1: when he said that, I felt like less of an idiot because I I said on the show that the remember the first go round of when the media could watch practice and I remarked about how tough. Rayola's drills were to start off the day. I remarked on it, and it and, and I said, "Man, those guys still have a full practice ahead." And I, it did, it, it. I, I mean, I, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying that those individual drills they do are, I, this line won't get tired. I don't think. I don't think you're going to see a line huffing and puffing with Donovan Rayola not that you did with Austin though. Did you did you think that was an issue? Did you think fatigue I didn't I didn't see linemen that looked visibly fatigued. I didn't. Maybe certainly not mm. last year. Did you see that? No. I, didn't. I don't know if I saw guys getting fatigued. I think Greg tracked this stuff. Um it's a complicated discussion by the way. It is. Because if you have a high intensity high intensity long duration workout on Monday, then Tuesday, you're probably not doing that, right? These are the discussions coaches, head coaches, and offensive line coaches and assistant coaches have. If we have a high intensity, long duration practice on one day, then it better be medium, medium, the next, or low, medium, or low, low in the next day, right? You can't just they can't be dog tired all the time. You run them into the ground and you lose them before yep, the season begins. Can't have that, right? So I I appreciate that Scott said that. You got to curtail that. That's what I thought. My immediate thought when I watched that first practice, the first part of practice was those guys are going to get to team drills and and they're not going to they're going to be dog. Tired. I, I didn't say dog tired, but they're going to be really tired because they were worn out after the, those drills. Now. Now you could say no. That's what you want because in the game it's gonna be rough, especially in the heat heat of September. Those guys got to get ready for, it. And I'm sure that's you know that's part of what Donovan's thinking. But I also think Donovan is just high intensity. Um, he's a, he'd be a tough boss, for instance. Donovan Rayola, Rayola, yeah, Donovan Rayola would be a hard boss. He wouldn't be a light boss. You know, it wouldn't be what's up, bro. I've said that before. He doesn't the, the the guys don't address him as bro. All right. I'm not he, he says it. I'm not your bro, all right. Um, I'm your coach, so let's not do this. And he'd be that type of boss. We'll see what it we'll see what it looks like, Jake. We're we're I mean, you're leaving for Ireland on Friday. I know. It's it's, <laughs> it's hard to believe. It's Mike. honest.
2: There's so much to do, so much to talk about. And
1: by the way, Nebraska begins they have an off day today but along the you know in the context of urgency they start hardcore northwestern preparation tomorrow they you know that hasn't now they move into that part of camp tuesday wednesday and thursday is northwestern mm. we're all in focused on northwestern that's urgency oh it's here man yeah 12 days here. away yeah. we are 12 days out from game day yeah that's that today from- it's an off day they have a, they have a team event it'll be fun I know what they're doing. I'm not going to say it. But it's they're going to have a fun event today, and then they're going to go um, – then they go tom- off. They're off team meetings, and they have a team event. It'll be fun. And then uh, tomorrow, boom, into Northwest. I
2: mean, just think about it. We're 12 days away from an extremely defining moment for this program in Game 1. If they win Game 1, they have a very – not guaranteed, but very, very strong chance – of having the same amount of wins as last season by their third game of this year. not that be something? They, they could be 3-0. With a monster game with against the Oklahoma. the Oklahoma game. Yeah,
1: monster game in Lincoln. Monster. With belief, you know. It yeah, look, we didn't shoot ourselves oh, in the foot yet. It makes we, me nervous to think about it. That's I hope a good they don't nervous.
2: feel that way. If they, if they get to 3-0, it's awesome. Yeah. If they lose... then I don't, I don't know where the season
1: goes, but I don't see it going very well. Just uh, promise me this. This is going to be a hard promise, so get ready. I'm going to ask you something. If they lose one of those first three games, I'm going to ask you to do something. Keep your sense of humor. Can you do that? I'm a that? Dolphins fan. I know what losing feels like. Okay. I always have a sense of humor. <laughs> okay. Keep your sense of humor.
2: Hey, speaking of the Dolphins, I received a text a second ago from a guy that's listening, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. We had a deal. Oh. Big Slim on the text line. Big, you know, Big Slim. Slim. Yeah. Big Slim, I was talking to him, he said, you know, he said whoever wins that game gets to talk crap on the radio. He could call me and say you know, the Dolphins suck. When's this game happening? It was Saturday. Oh. The Dolphins beat the Bucks, 26-24. You're so Big Slim, the Bucks suck. Take that. Fins up, baby. Who's a Bucks quarterback? Uh, they. <laughs> well, You could get well, me on this. They played a couple guys. Okay. They played Blaine Gabbard. Okay. Gabbard. Wow. And Kyle Trask from okay. Florida.
1: Okay. Okay. So is is Gabbard ahead
2: of Trask? Yeah. Okay. But you know who the Dolphins played the entire game? The entire game? Snap one, just the final snap? Their rookie quarterback, seventh round pick from Kansas State. And I thought he looked pretty good. Okay. Skyler Thompson. Is that right? Skyler Thompson. I did not watch much of him at Kansas State. Right. Look looked pretty good. I think he had some injury problems. There's one. I think I remember that was the problem. He looked good. I mean, and the Dolphins' offense looked pretty good. I mean, Mike McDaniel, pretty ingenuitive here. Pretty ingenuitive. Yeah, it's a okay. word, right? It is. is OK. it's making sure messed it didn't mess it up. Yeah, Ingenuity. I was, I was I reading. That's a word. ingenuity. I was reading uh, ingenuity. Big, I was reading um, some tweets from Brian Baldinger, who's an NFL guru. You know, he's Baldy, he former former NFL player too, and he, he was gushing, gushing. Over the Dolphins offense,
1: saying this. <laughs> well, we've lapsed into Dolphins talk, which saying, is not uh, what people exactly Slim want. In, okay? I don't think it's exactly what people want, except it is news you to me. You said humor, and I is, bring,
2: I've lived a life of humor it is, being a Dolphins
1: fan. It is news to me that Ben Stilley yes, has a chance to make the 53-man roster. Would you say that?
2: Yeah, he always got a chance. I'm not saying it's its a like the I don't know where the lean is right now. If he's in or out in terms of that cut,
1: Ben Stilly. one of five linemen, defensive lineman, Nebraska lost. By the way, and I mean you comedy he look—he looks thinner. It looks—he looks slim to me. It looks like he slimmed well,
2: the up. Miami Heat will do that too. Be, you know, it's hot down there.
1: Yeah, They'll wear you down. But anyway, that that bull rush that you showed me on video, he looked—he looked lean and mean. And he pushed that lineman, that NFL lineman, deep into the backfield. It was a very impressive yes. play. Yeah. And the fact that stilly I don't know how to size this up, that Stilly, I and mean, that's a big loss, obviously, for Nebraska. Damian Daniels, they lost Damian Daniels, right? They lost DeAndre Thomas. They lost Casey Rogers. They lost Jordan Riley. Now they fortified. And I think they feel better, Nebraska. I think they, Jake, I think they feel better about what they got compared to what they would have had. Now now Stilly wasn't an option. Damian Daniels could have come back for a sixth year. DeAndre yep. Thomas could have come back. Could have. Jordan Riley could have come back. Casey Rogers could have come back. Um, I don't know if I'm missing somebody in there or not, but they I uh, know I'm not. They but they feel better. I know Nebraska feels better about what they have now. But that the reason I bring up Stilly is you know why I bring up Stilly? Cuz I would say are you sure you feel better? Stilly's about make them about to make the fifty-three at Miami, perhaps. Yeah, possibly. Are you sure you feel better about these again? Guys?
2: He's been a guy that you're hearing a lot of tweets about. You're seeing a lot of good reports
1: about Ben he's That's a in great. Miami. That's great. Undrafted, Undrafted free agent. Gotta not I Not drafted for him because he loves the game. He's all. He's all. He was always all in here. Um, man, I'd love to see him make that roster. But and wouldn't that make your season a little more fun too? That you got yeah. a Nebraska kid a, out there. Got a kid from fact, Nebraska right down the road in Ash from Ashland. Right, right down, right down the highway. Yes, maybe you could the drive Dolphins down. Barely ever have Husker players. It's maybe weird. you could drive down there and watch a game in Ashland, that little bar off the highway. Just, Which one would that thought. be, Parkers? I don't know what it – No, not Parker's. Right off. Uh, in town?
2: Right off six. Yeah, in town. Oh, it gets, uh BW's. Is it God you know it? B- I love BW's. It's a great yeah, town. You could go I love there. Ashland. You could go in there. You no,
1: know, I love it. I love that town. I bet they'd be watching Dolphins games in there on Sundays if Ben's playing. Big fan
2: of. Wouldn't uh, they? Yeah. Surely. Shirley. Yeah. Surely. Big fan of
1: Ashland and Ben's Tilly. Oh, there was a. This is a. We got to get to this next segment. Th- this is interesting. Go ahead. Triple option.
2: Yeah. Still in play at Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, Logan Smothers is in play. We'll uh, talk about that next. Yes. Breaking the ticket.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon.